Hey everybody, Josh Sigerson of World Alternative Media here, and a new study is claiming that COVID-19 vaccines, quote-unquote, and I had to put both of those things in quotes, contain graphene nanobots, and they can be transmitted to the unvaccinated. I want to point out that, you know, this sounds eerily familiar to the Moderna Master Patent, which we've gone over many, many times before. The Moderna Master Patent showed that they had this patent on something that could be injected into people that could be controlled via 5G. It sounds crazy. It's in their own patent, and it would include organic and inorganic materials. And one of the side effects would be strands, strange strands of clotting in the blood. And we saw that many times over when we've explored the strands that were mysteriously in people's blood, that indeed they were organic and inorganic. There's metallic materials in them. So this is an interesting claim, and I want to kind of dig into what this study is saying today. And of course, it's from Natural News, and uh, Zoe Sky wrote this article. It's coming at the same time as we see, you know, a lot of other studies come out and documents, etc. This out of Natural News as well. Pfizer confidential docs show 2025 depopulation forecast is not far-fetched. They're essentially saying that there could be a major depopulation event. A population decline of 77.1% is what Deagle predicted that uh, the United Kingdom would see. And the United States, 68.5% by the year 2025. Now, we're getting closer and closer to 2025. I'm not sure if we can make those numbers. And, of course, that would be awful if we did. However... While there's a lot of exaggeration out there, I do think that we are witnessing the biggest depopulation event in history. It's just about, you know, it brings premorbidities to the front. It takes time for those things to settle. So every year we see more and more people uh, succumb to the injections, for example, and the spraying in the skies and all these different things, the metals. And, you know, the whole thing with the injections was it wasn't going to kill everyone right off the bat. What it will do is... Um, you know, things that you would have had when you were 75 will hit you when you're 40 or 30 or whatever it might be, depending on how many injections you have. And every year over, we see more people, more excess deaths than the last, despite less people getting injected, but it's all among the injected. So, you know, we've got some real problems to face in the future, my friends. And this out of the expose report confirms 632 times increase in child excess deaths across Europe since EMA approve, approval of COVID vaccine for children. Now, remember, week 21 of 2021 was when the emergency authorization went through in most places. And up to that point, there was a decrease in death overall up to that point in the year. Following that, we saw in places like Australia, a 5,000% increase in excess deaths. And among children, it is through the roof. It's enormous. It's, it's like nothing we've ever seen throughout history before. So... You know, we, we have all this stuff happening, and then we find out that per, perhaps there are nanobots, graphene nanobots, in these injections. Hmm. We're going to get into this and much more today, my friends. But before we do, I urge people to check those links below. Check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. 
Um, really important in the face of that so-called turbo cancer that's showing up everywhere mysteriously. Oh, yeah, super mysterious. Um, heavensharvest.com is also linked in the description um, for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products. Again, uh, you know, you give a man a, a fish and he eats tonight. You teach a man to fish and he feeds himself for a lifetime. The heirloom seeds can feed you for a lifetime. The, the storable foods will keep you on hold during the time where, where you wait for harvest. And, you know, again, experts say you need at least three months of storable food in the supply chain crisis. It's probably more than that necessary. There's organic kits. This could save your life in the face of the Great Reset so you aren't getting mRNA-infused foods in Bill Gates' bread lines. I think it goes without saying that it's a responsibility of everyone to get at least some of this in the face of what comes next. It's better to be overly prepared than underprepared, my friend. So check those links in the description, heavensharvest.com. We have whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods as well. Save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. And as, as I mentioned, rncstore.com, all linked below. Be the solution to the problem today. Now, let's get into this. So out of natural news, it says study claims COVID-19 vaccines, <clears throat> quote unquote, and SARS-CoV-2 has never been isolated from a single person ever. So it's only been cultured in VR monkey kidney cells and compared to a computer simulation. So that's what SARS-CoV-2 is. Vaccines, they're not real vaccines, so we can't really call them that. They're injections, but let's just use it for simplicity's case today. But they say they contain graphene nanobots and they can be transmitted to the unvaccinated. And as the article goes into it, it says... Thanks to scientists like Dr. Philippe van Welbergen, there is now concrete evidence that the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines contain graphene nanobots. Without their research, the public will never know the allegedly safe vaccines contain microscopic entities made up of graphene oxide that can harm human health. What we know, Johns Hopkins already had the, the studies up for the Theragripper technology, which is a robot version of a parasite that clings to your stomach and can be remote controlled and releases medication into the stomach, what, what they want to call medication anyway. So we already know that these things are out there. We know that there's murder mosquitoes out there that the government and Bill Gates invested in and released in places like Florida. And now magically, as I reported on recently, there's some illness, some mysterious illness that kills 50% of people who get it and it's spread by mosquitoes. We did a video called GMO Mosquitoes Risk Killing Millions. Both U.S. and U.K. face deadly, uh, new deadly disease. Now, of course, they're going to use it as fear-mongering, as always. But, you know, we, we have to know that they are purposely trying to poison us. If people haven't figured that out by now, I really don't know what to say. But anyway, it says here, what are graphene nanobots? Graphene nanobots are microscopic entities crafted from a material called graphene. These nanobots have captivated the imagination of researchers and innovators across the globe, but behind their seemingly miraculous potential is a terrifying reality, one that could shape the future of humanity and surprising, in surprising and dangerous ways. Graphene is a single layer of carbon atoms arranged in two-dimensional lattice. It has amazing properties that have paved the way for breakthroughs in different scientific fields. But the integration of graphene into nanobots takes the technological marvel to a whole new level. Graphene nanobots driven by the power of nanotechnology can easily navigate the intricate terrain of the human body with unprecedented precision. On paper, their potential applications are beneficial and endless. 
Graphene nanobots can be used for targeted drug delivery, tissue repair, disease detection, and even neural, interfa neural interfaces. But all profound technological advancements come with questions, particularly about the potential risks and unintended consequences of these in inventions. I would say the totally intended consequences, but nonetheless, I'll carry on. It says, for example, graphene nanobots can be used for infiltration and manipulation. As they navigate through the bloodstream, these microscopic agents can interact with cells, tissue, and DNA. The prospect of international manipulation and unintended side effects raises alarms about the invasion of bodily autonomy and the potential of, for ir irreversible harm. Graphene nanobots and COVID-19 injections. Experts believe that graphene nanobots were added to COVID vaccines through a secretive manufacturing process. Confirmation can be found in a document submitted to the Food and Drug Administration by Pfizer to gain emergency use authorization EUA. Initially, the FDA didn't plan to release the document for a minimum of 75 years, but the agency was forced to do so by a federal judge. And I'll just open the original PDF file here um, for reference. And it's called, the title is Structural and Biophysical Characterization of SARS-CoV-2 Spike Glycoprotein as a Vaccine Antigen. Now, continuing on the article, it says the document confirms that it is it is possible for toxic graphene oxide to end up in COVID-19 vaccines via the manufacturing process. Van Wellbergen uh, is a renowned nanotechnology expert who has made groundbreaking strides in uncovering the truth about graphene nanoparticles in COVID-19 injections. After analyzing vaccine samples, Van Wellbergen detected the presence of graphene raising concerns about the impact of these injections on human health. His findings correlate the presence of graphene with the emergence of alarming blood clotting disorders and the destruction of red blood cells. They also highlight the need for immediate and further investigation into the safety and long-term consequences of graphene containing COVID-19 injections. One image from Van Wellbergen's uh, research shows a blood sample from an unvaccinated three-year-old child. The image shows pieces of shards of graphene that have been shed or transmitted from vaccinated parents to the unvaccinated child, probably through breastfeeding. Another image show, and I just added that part, by the way, if you're just listening, it, it, probably through breastfeeding. It says another image shows a blood sample from an eight-year-old unvaccinated child whose blood has been contaminated and destroyed by the transmission of graphene from vaccinated people around him. The child's right arm and, up and right, upper right leg are basically paralyzed, leaving him unable to use either limb properly. Now, let me cut out for a second and just say, I'm a big believer in hugging people, shaking hands, and not being afraid of my fellow human. And I've always said that, injected or uninjected, it might be a mistake on my part long term. I'm a trained theorist, though. And I don't see illness being able to be spread from person to person like that. I, it just doesn't make any sense. Injection-wise makes sense, but... Um, person to person, no. However, there are ways to spread things that are of metallic, um, you know, substance or base through things like breastfeeding, etc. So there's that. And there's also hormonal uh, changes that you can have between women that have, you know, um, certain schedules, for example, that will affect other women. So, you know, if someone's schedule is messed up by the injections, I could see how that would work. But I'm not a big supporter of this idea that um, someone is shedding an illness necessarily. I just think that there's more to the story that we need to kind of take apart. But 
it's sad to see a lot of the evidence showing children getting paralyzed and unable to use either limb properly, like a child's right arm and upper right leg are basically paralyzed. Horrible, horrible situation, and we've seen so much of it in the last few years. It says here, tips for safely eliminating graphene from your body. If you suspect that you have been exposed to graphene, nanobots, and COVID vaccines, the methods listed below can help reduce the potential long-term effects of graphene exposure. Uh, chelation therapy. Chelation therapy involves the administration of uh, chelating agents that bind uh, to heavy metals and other toxins, facilitating their removal from your body. While research on chelation therapy for graphene removal is limited, certain chelators uh, such as ethylene, diamine, tetracetic, I should say, acid, uh, EDTA, have shown potential in removing various heavy metals from the body. Dietary interventions, certain dietary uh, strategies can assist in the removal of graphene from the body. These include eating detoxifying foods, following a high-fiber diet. It says here... Enhancing detox, uh, detoxification pathways, one of the primary approaches to facilitate the removal of graphene from the body is to support your body's natural detoxification pathways. You can try different techniques to optimize the function of important organs involved in detoxification, such as your liver, kidney, and lymphatic systems. Hydration, liver support, and sweating. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different things. There's supplements, uh, glutathione, vitamin C. All those, th all those things are good. But I, I want to kind of get into the meat of something mentioned here. So... We know there's nanotechnologies with uh, Moderna's master patent that you can actually control in the bloodstream and form strands and actually create what they actually have in the image um, on this article, which you just see a, a whole bunch of strands of metallic substance. And utilizing certain uh, magnetic fields, you can move it around and form tubes, create things that are of tubular nature that then coat your veins and, and, and attack blood cells and all those kinds of things. So we know that there's a master patent on this. We've done a long form video on this in the past. It's, it was easily eight or nine months ago, but actually probably more than that at this point, but <coughs> excuse me. But um, what I want to point out though, is the goal here with these theragrippers, which by the way, with ethylene oxide and all these other things that you could get via the swabs that they stuck up your nose. Also, the way that they vaccinate cows is through swabs up the nose, and they can put things like grippers on the swabs up your nose. In fact, if you go to Johns Hopkins' own website, you will actually see uh, an example of that for the grippers, which, um, you know, I, I've been talking about this for a while. I'm going to just try and bring it up for people on the screen, grippers. I'm just doing this. In, um, you know, as I'm going here, but uh, let me bring this up here. So this is from Johns Hopkins own website. Uh, the, John, Johns Hopkins develops tiny machines that deliver medicine to the intestines, as it says. And one of the examples that they use on their own website is the swab. And it is something that I think people should be very concerned about. You see these little dots on the swab. If it, I know it's kind of uh, small on the screen, but that is how they get these so-called GI parasite-inspired active me uh, mechanochemical therapeutic grippers or theragrippers, um, and that it can reside with the GI tract of live animals for 24 hours, but uh, autonomously latching 
onto the mucosal tissue. We also observe a notable six-fold increase in the elimination of half-life using Theragripper-mediated delivery of model uh, analgesic ketorolac uh, thromedetamine. And by the way, just to explain a little bit, these things cling to your stomach, and usually if you have medication, your stomach dissolves it before most of it is actually in there. So if you're, if you're taking a 1,000-milligram vitamin C pill, for example, um, once it gets in your stomach, there's a good chance you're only getting 300 or 400 uh, milligrams of the 1,000 milligrams. So just keep that in mind. But it's, it's important to understand that w- when we're dealing with you know, things like Theragrippers, it'll cling to your stomach and release medis- medication, so-called medication, for a long period of time. So um, this is very concerning. Why would they do this, one might ask? They are doing this because they are going for a transhumanist environment, going into the technolo- technocratic 50-minute um, city agenda. So it all combines with uh, you know, 50-minute cities, CBDCs, um, of course, we, we have to understand that all those things are combined with the litmus test of zero COVID policies, for example, in China, where they lock people in the neighborhood with facial recognition, et cetera. And then you have, of course, the integration of that from zero uh, COVID policies to zero carbon policies later on attached to a CBDC, attached to food rations, energy rations, and of course, um, things like you know the end of private property, Amazon smart homes, all that kind of stuff. And it starts first with things that can control you like nanobots. It, it, it starts first with eugenics experiments. It starts first with vaccine passports. And then it moves into this new field of tyranny, technocratic tyranny that we have to understand is going to only get worse before it gets better. They are anti-human, my friends. They are building a Tower of Babel. That's always been the case. That is where they're heading with this. And as we see a vast awakening, there's also a vast amount of people that are just sitting on their hands and not actually doing anything about it. So as we see these nanobots taking over people's bodies, and who knows how this is going to turn out in the next five to ten years, and it all sounds crazy, but so did everything I said a few years ago that all came true. We have to understand that if you've ever seen the movie Metropolis, it's from the 1920s, um, and it is one of the most brilliant films ever made. And it talks about technocracy from a 1920s perspective of creating smart cities where everyone is basically, it's all convenient. You're on, uh, you know, you're, you're part of a machine. You're literally a cog in the machine. No one is unique. And um, they're creating, you know, the second coming of Christ. However, it's with uh, the Antichrist. It's a robot with no emotions. It's psychopathic that's taking over society and leading them to their enslavement, leading them literally in this. In some scenes that were later cut out of the movie in later screenings, it shows people getting marched off to the mouth of Moloch. And uh, I'm going to put that up on the screen as well um, because they, it's, it's so strange that they cut this out of the film. I mean, really not that strange, but you could see people literally getting marched off to the mouth of Moloch uh, in a town where the main building is, the, is literally the Tower of Babel. And, you know, it's so predictive, this film, that I, I'm just amazed how many people still haven't seen it. Um, we'll get to the point here. Let me see. If you're watching this, if you're listening, you're going to have a hard time with this, but I'll try to explain best I can. The machine is broken and the people who have broken the machine are marched into the mouth of Moloch as fuel for the system. Remember, remember when they say they are anti-carbon, well, they're actually anti-carbon based life forms. You're expendable. They're sacrificing people on the altar of Baal. They're throwing people in the mouth of Moloch. And that 
is the reality that we're witnessing today with them creating this Tower of Babel, this new Tower of Babel, this technocracy, this, this you know, dependence on machinery, the tyranny comes under the guise of convenience kind of situation. We are the fuel for their fire. We are their precious lifeblood, and they are willing to be, um, you see us as dispensable, like not, not something that is, is necessary for the earth. They want to depopulate as much as possible, and, and most people will march up that stairway to the mouth of Moloch and just walk straight in to the fire. And that's what we saw with the vaccines. This is part of the goal. This is part of the experiment, the psychological manipulation of the public. They are marching us right into the mouth of Moloch and everyone just wanders off like slaves. And they care not. They have no idea what they're doing to themselves. They think it's for the greater good of the greater number. And that is how we see civilization die. We unfortunately have a lot of people that are going to be lost in the coming years to this great reset. But the great reset is also um, a test for humanity. Are you individually responsible? Are you um, independent? Are you free? That is a basis of humanity itself. Uh, freedom isn't something you hold in your hands. You are free or you're not, as I've said many times before. And we need empathy and consciousness and all these things that they're trying to get rid of with this robotic nature of AI, with um, artificial intelligence, with, with transhumanism, with trans children, with all this kind of stuff, which all correlates with then also destroying the human body and making it part machine by putting nanobots into people's, into people's blood. That is something that everyone should be concerned about, but it sounds so woo-woo to most people that people don't just, you know, they refuse to acknowledge the woo-woo. They just want to stick to, oh, well, it's Wuhan lab. Oh, well, the Wuhan lab is, is, is creating, you know, COVID and all that kind of stuff. PSYOP, total PSYOP, never existed. They don't have to have anything exist. They can just tell us everyone's sick and they're, they're all dying when they're not, and people will line up and get the injections and walk into that mouth of Moloch. And they can destroy the supply chain and, and people could be warned about it and people will just go, Oh, well, whatever. It's, it's all fear-mongering. Um, I'm sure the government will take care of me. FEMA says you only need three days of food to survive. That's only something that FEMA would say because FEMA wants to make sure that everyone is on smart meters attached to a CBDC, attached to the new BRICS World Reserve Currency System, which is cashless, of course, uh, to, uh, which will determine, you know, based on how much gas, water, or electricity you use on a daily basis, how much you could travel outside your 15-minute neighborhood. And, of course, I've do I'm doing a documentary on that. I just got back from Oxford, UK, where they have a 15-minute city already developed there. And then, of course, that'll determine your food rations, your energy rations, all that kind of stuff. This is an imminent danger, and it's all part of the same thing. We are being used as pawns to sacrifice for the king and the queen. We are being used as a collective horde of idiots, as they see it anyway, to walk up the stairs, wander into the mouth, and jump into the fire to sacrifice us for the tyranny, for Moloch, for the satanic nature of this global entity, which, of course, isn't about money. Money and profit is only a temporary thing that helps them weaken the public and enrich themselves. It's not even about control. Control is a mechanism they use to then walk us off the cliff to their end goal, full human sacrifice. This is the Tower of Babel. This is very spiritual. We have to understand this is spiritual warfare, and we are seeing the Tower of Babel be built in front of us, and it's all part of the same thing. It's all correlated. Nanobot technology, trans kids, um, you know, Neuralink and, and, you know, having brain chip implants, uh, World War Three scripted World War Three uh, you know, scenarios, um, you know, the creation of a CBDC, the push for 15-minute cities, it's all part of the same goal and injecting people 
with technologies that literally destroy their humanity from the inside out are a big part of that. So we have the Tower of Babel, but the Tower of Babel is not being fin- it hasn't finished being built yet. So we have to unfortunately see things get worse before they get better. So of course, once it's built to the top, it will come falling down. Good overcomes evil eventually. And, and even it, with that said, most people that don't prepare are going to be wiped out. You need to prepare. But the, the Tower of Babel eventually will come toppling down. It'll be a very hard time for us going into it and getting out of it. But if you take certain proactive measures today, then you don't have to worry as much about what happens tomorrow. The greatest form of wealth that you can have right now is preparation. It's a thing that brought us to this place in the first place. You know, people used to not trade in U.S. dollars or in, in francs or in rubles or in, uh, you know, in, in dinars or in bolivars or in pounds or in euros or in any of these things. In liras, they used to trade in grain. They used to trade in literal cereal, wheat, and in salt. That's why they call it salary. It's salt. Sal in um, Latin. It's always been the lifeblood of humanity. Having food that you can eat or trade. Seeds are a big part of that. And I've been saying for a long time, if you want to pull yourself out of this horrible situation we're in today, the best thing you could start with is not sitting on your hands, not being one of those people marching up those stairs thinking that they're going towards progress as they get into the fire and burn alive in the machine of Moloch, essentially, that they're building. You can go to heavensharvest.com, get long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products in the U.S. And even if you don't qualify, still use code WAM. Again, um, you know, having those seeds... You have it for a lifetime. Experts say you need at least three months of storable food in the supply chain crisis. If you go back and forth between those things, and then every now and then you, you are able to access some of the supply chain, then you can live for a very, very long time without being dependent on some CBDC tyrannical system and mRNA foods and bugs and whatever they're trying to feed people. We have organic kits as well. So again, that's code WAM, W-A-M. Uh, we also have whamsurvival.com linked in the description below as well for long-term storable foods. Save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. We have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. This is how you prepare, my friends. Massive amounts of cancer going around right now. And, of course, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. And this, this kind of stuff is probably going to be banned eventually. So you need to stock up on something like this. We have Lion Energy. So you could get you know solar panels, solar chargers, uh, power banks, uh, generators, etc. So you're not dependent on the grid. That link is in the description. We have KirkElliottPhD.com slash WAM, where you can buy physical gold and silver today and also evade the CBDC system, the central, centrally planned cashless society. By going here, you get a whole bunch of free special reports, and you could liquidate into uh, gold IRAs, uh, you know, physical gold IRAs. Um, you know, there's check checking savings brokerage accounts for four one Ks, four three Bs, etc. Kirk Elliott is the author of eleven books and a double PhD. You could go and sign up with your email, first name, last name, phone number below. We're getting him back on the show right away as well. I look forward to that. So check that link in the description as well. And finally, go and subscribe for an uh, exclusive. Uh, extended 10-day free trial at iconic.com linked in the description. If you go through our link, you get that 10-day free trial for documentaries and films and uh, shows and series and, and news shows and all sorts of stuff, really good stuff over at Iconic. So I urge people to check 
that link in the description. We have our David Icke interview coming up right away. I know I've been saying that for a while, but it's been hard to edit while traveling, but it's coming up. So anyway, we have solutions. There's no excuses for people. It's all about what you want to actually do with your time. The limited time left before things really hit the fan. And they've already been doing it in incremental ways so that people don't notice it as much and they're normalized with it. They take away 10 freedoms, give six back, and people think everything is just jolly. But then compare it to what it was like five years ago, 10 years ago, 20, 50, 100. We are lost down this rabbit hole, my friends, and we need to recover and we need to build. And then once the Tower of Babel falls, we get to build a bright new civilization in the aftermath from the ashes. So that is a beautiful thing to do. But that is all assuming that you actually prepare today. Um, if you guys want to help support us, we have our gogetfunding.com campaign linked in the, in the description below. Thank you to those who have donated so far to our 15-Minute City documentary. It, you know, it costs like $10,000 to do the traveling alone plus licensing and all that kind of stuff for background music and clips and all that kind of stuff. It's going it to cost an insane amount of money, and we are completely viewer-funded, so any help is very, 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 very much appreciated. We went absolutely bankrupt, which is expected because we spend all our money to make sure that we stop history from being revised in real time and we help support real information coming out every day on the ground in crazy places all around the world, which is why we went to a 15-minute city. If you want to help support us, again, thank you to those who have already um, and anyone that can help um, add to this in the coming days. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. So we have gogetfunding.com, Patreon, subscribe, sorry. We have a PayPal address. Well, actually, we don't have a PayPal address anymore. We got rid of that because of their cash is nonsense. But we have uh, a Bitcoin address, and we have a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in if you please. Of course, we have a, a Teespring store linked in the description below. And we have a newsletter, www.iambanned.com, uh, where you can sign up for our newsletter. It takes two seconds. Um, we are, of course, on Telegram, World Alternative Media. We're on Rockfin, Bandai Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at, at Josh Sigurdsson. And we're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. We uh, just got demonetized on our YouTube channel, Ancient Wonders. But if you want to check out Ancient Wonders, it's the account with my face as a picture, not any other ones. It's the one with my face. Someone else uh, stole our name and is getting more subscribers than us. So any help from you guys is appreciated. So check that out as well. Um, we, we just got banned from Spotify, but we're still on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Podbean and things like that. So check us out on there. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Live by example, my friends. Live freely. It all comes down to you, and it all starts with your action today, not tomorrow. It should have been yesterday. This is your chance to prolong yourself and your own freedoms and your family's freedoms going forward. So don't wait any longer. Anyways, I appreciate everyone watching. This is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.